Welcome to Too Old for TikTok, the podcast where two 30-year-olds guide you through the latest trends, creators, and stories from the TikTok universe. I'm Melissa Rosen. And I'm Dina Greenbaum. Somebody come get them. They're too old for TikTok. Somebody come get them. They're too old for TikTok. Hi, Melissa. Hi, Dina. How are you doing? I am good. Happy Christmas. Happy holidays. Hopefully everybody has off of work and it's been a nice short week. Yeah, well, you told me something this week, actually. It was a tough week for you at work. And you had mentioned that TikTok had helped you get through the tough week. Oh, yeah. I think it's like in therapy, they tell you to like remember your tools when you start getting anxious or stressed out. I realized I just need to remember that TikTok is in my toolbox now. And if I ever feel sad or anxious, I can just watch TikToks and it all floats away. Like I I went from being like just angry and like crazy and like screaming to my mom on the phone, obviously, <laughs> to I was watching TikTok crying laughing at like the stupidest thing. It was literally this one TikTok of this girl <laughs> doing like a point of view of her taking her fourth grade like child like school photo and she just did it like it's like the photographer told her like put your chin down and then she cuts to her fourth grade photo and she just looks awful she's like got her weird double chin and I was crying laughing I, I needed a good laugh and TikTok gave it to me Yes, I loved that video. I saw that one too. And I agree. TikTok just brings so much joy when everything sometimes seems very heavy. A 15 second video can just make you burst out laughing. I saw a very weird one where someone, some girl is like, look what happens when this camera goes underwater. You see the camera traveling down water and I'm getting ready to be afraid, but I can't swipe away because I want to see what it is. I think a shark's going to come. And then it's just some dancing animation. It's Carl so Weezer. Yeah, okay. It's Good. Carl from Jimmy Neutron. Yeah, yeah, there you go. And I burst out laughing. I was like, this is amazing. Just unexpected fun. It's always so great. It is. That one was a fun little, like, inside TikTok joke too a little bit in the comments because everybody was like who else is hiding in the comments and then at least one person was like I'm just gonna tell you guys what it is so that you're not anxious watching this whole video like it's just a cartoon at the end yeah that was one where the comments were also just as good as the video yeah well we're coming on this week because I have been very obsessed with two celebrities that have joined TikTok and I Seriously, cannot get enough of them. I've watched every single one of their videos. And what happens is I love that I'm watching as they're progressing their like TikTok careers, if you will. So I'm talking about Rosie O'Donnell and Frankie Jonas. So Rosie and Frankie, this episode is dedicated to you and your TikTok. It's really the best rise of a TikTok celebrity in the past few weeks that I've seen on this app. It makes me so happy. Yes. they The two of them are just these great poster children for like truly authentic people being authentic on TikTok and just like 
being in on the jokes of it, like being quick, like they're trying to get into it. There's no like judgment. There's no like they're they immediately were just sort of like, I'm going to embrace this. I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to be positive and like get into this TikTok world. Absolutely. That was so well said. And you can see like just the TikTok community got behind them like they weren't going on to promote anything they just seem like regular people the other thing they have in common is they both respond to comments so they're super accessible and they are just normal average people and the masses can relate rosie has been so great about interacting with her fans on this app she literally will just duet people and be and they're just freaking out like oh my god I can't believe Rosie duetted me yeah so actually before we even get into that I want to take you through Rosie O'Donnell's journey of TikTok so her she posted her first video in March and she has a teenage daughter so it was a kind of a way for her to bond with her daughter and then after March she kind of stopped using it then we cut to December 7th And we had mentioned she was being a little more active on a prior episode of a podcast, but she really like wasn't being what she is now, now that it's Christmas. So within the span of two, three weeks, it's like this really big rise. So here, we'll we'll play a video. Hello, TikTok, 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 you don't stop with the bang, bang, boogie, sit up, jump the boogie with the rhythm of the boogity bee. Do it that if you can, huh? So she gets on TikTok December She's basically bored on set. She's working out in Bethpage, Long Island. It's COVID. She has a lot of downtime and she's figuring out the app. And then she starts duetting people and following people that she likes. Well, hi, it's Rosie mother freaking O'Donnell. That fat doctor, that's a girl that I follow and she is funny and smart and a doctor. Those are all things that I like. Now we get to December 14th. This is one week after she really started posting, and she is so into it. I'm really getting into TikTok. I mean, I know these moves aren't drastic, but I haven't even really been using this button to edit like this. So I'm so excited. Lisa Riley helped me and Vivi. I could do it again. TikTok, you know, stop. I love that. So basically when she follows anyone or duets anyone, everyone calls her Rosie fucking O'Donnell's or Rosie freaking O'Donnell's and she's embraced this. Well, hi. So whenever I follow people, I mostly follow people who say, oh my God, I would freak out if she followed me. So then I follow them. And the funny thing is nearly all of them use my name with the curse in it, right? Like Rosie motherfucking O'Donnell. Or Rosie freaking O'Donnell, even though that's not really a curse, you know the point. It just makes me laugh. And then when I duet them, you see, I only know how to do a few things on the TikTok so far. I don't know how to do the green screen. I don't know how to do like comments in my, in here, like, you know, a comment right there. Don't know how to do that. Don't know how to do a lot, but I'm on my way to shoot a TV show and I'm going to have a lot of downtime. So I'm going to spend the whole day looking up how to do TikTok things for you. TikTok, you don't stop. She also has the best catchphrase, which is like, I don't know why anyone else didn't think about this, but coming from Rosie, it's so good. It's TikTok, you don't stop. 
(laughs) signs off all her videos like that it's it's incredible yeah I love her little catchphrase I also was just like oh my gosh yeah why hasn't anybody made a little TikTok catchphrase yet I'm glad it was Rosie I'm glad she's the one yeah her, her TikTok journey reminds me a lot of my friends who have convinced to come on the app's journey and that they're kind of confused. They're doing it for like teenagers or think they're doing it because like teenagers are on it. And then cut to now, she basically says, once I became obsessed with the TikTok, all the other apps are boring. Okay, so I got a confession to make, to make, to make. Ever since I got into TikTok, I never even checked Twitter or Instagram. I never even look at it anymore. So just now I was sitting here and I looked at it and I thought it's so boring compared to TikTok. It's so boring. I don't know. This is my favorite app by far. I got a question though. Some people in the comments write, I'm early. What does that mean? You're early to getting to the comments or you're early. I'm not following that early stuff. And um, today I'm going to learn a few more effects. Teach myself like two a day. This is a great invention. I wonder who invented this whole TikTok thing. TikTok, you don't stop. So I guess a goal of 2021 is uh, Rosie freaking O'Donnell. Come on this podcast. (laughs) Rosie, come join us. We very much understand where you're coming from. I've had the same journey, curiosity, and moving into exploration, still trying to figure out how to use all the editing features on TikTok. But hey, we're here. We're learning together. Come on board, Rosie. Join the Too Old for TikTok train. Yes. And I actually have the Rosie O'Donnell doll from back in the day. I think it's still in its like shell. I, I never I didn't take it out of its thing thinking it'd be worth money one day. I actually recently looked up how much money it was worth. I think the most someone someone was selling it for like two hundred dollars. Wow. I remember seeing that in your old bedroom, your like childhood bedroom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, should we move on to Frankie Jonas now? Yes. Frankie Jonas's handle is I am Frankie Jonas. And his bio reads, I am God amongst men, bow before me. Now, if you didn't see his videos or or kind of get his personality from his TikTok, you would think, what an asshole. (laughs) But no, that is just, he knows what he's doing. Like, he's, he's in it. It's funny because I just watched all his videos and I was like, and because he, he's 20 years old, I think. Yes. Um, and I, I feel like one thing we've spoken about, especially in regards to straight TikTok and like a lot of younger people on the app, like I'm worried that like people have lost their sense of humor in a way, like straight TikTok is too straight like people don't really have a sense of humor about it all their goal isn't like to make people laugh which is always shocking to me like how what are you doing if your goal isn't to make people laugh what I love about Frankie is that he genuinely just seems like he has that same mentality of like if I'm gonna put content out there obviously it's gonna be funny like that's the point of doing content so I very much love his whole account all of his videos they're all funny like he definitely 
he has that mentality of just like, if I'm going to do something, it's going to be funny, obviously. And I love that. Yes. And to dive into his TikTok journey, he posted his first video on October 15th, which is fairly recent. And his first video is just him staring into the camera with some song. I don't remember which song, not saying anything. So, and he didn't have a blue check mark at that time. So the comments are just like, this isn't like the real Frankie Jonas. Like, is it? People are trying to figure it out. But then people did figure out it was really him. He kept posting more. Then he had a video that was kind of the trend. Like, I heard we were introducing ourselves as our high school rumors. And he had a high school rumor that he got busted for having marijuana. And in the video, he basically is like, that rumor's true. He puts like a green screen up of the article and also then goes on and here's his sense of humor. He corrects the articles by saying, actually, I did get busted for marijuana, but it wasn't at this gas station. It was at this other gas station. (laughs) Go to the comments. Like that's TikTok gold. One week ago, he had 500,000 followers. Right now, he has 1.5 million followers. That's more than Rosie. I think Rosie hasn't hit the million mark yet. So Frankie Jonas has 1.5 million followers. He keeps joking he wants 100 million. (laughs) And I mean, I think he'll get close. He's so funny about this too. Like sort of from the onset... He was joking about the fact. He was like, you guys need to get me like a million followers. Um, He has a very, very funny sense of humor where he's definitely, he's like poking fun at himself, poking fun at the app, poking fun at his fans even. Um, And so, and I think he got more followers than Kevin. He did a video at one point where he was like, I have more videos than Kevin Jonas. I have more followers than Kevin Jones. And, and so it's like he keeps posting these videos where he's almost like threatening his fans. Like, you guys need to like, okay, one million. What's next? Like, you got to keep going. I need more followers. Yeah. And he has a video of him saying, y'all out here in my brother's comments acting reckless. So on Nick Jonas's TikTok, he, the last video he posted, all of Frankie's fans flooded the comments being like, oh, my God you're Frankie's brother, just like, because usually, and I think, I think that's like a deeper seated, like part of like who is on TikTok. It's like, you're rooting for the underdog in a way. It's like, this guy now has his time to shine and he is shining on TikTok and he is all these super fans basically and saying, fuck the famous Jonas brothers. Like, let's get Frankie. And like, you get, a million fans to root for you that way. And I just think it's so fascinating that that's like the community being formed. It's so true. You absolutely hit the nail on the head. Like that's almost a way to describe TikTok in a nutshell is like, you won't find the Jonas brothers on there, but you'll find the fourth, you know, quote (laughs) bonus Jonas, Frankie Jonas on there who has no agenda for it like he's not selling records he's not selling an album he's not debuting a new song he's just being weird on tiktok that's tiktok yeah even a dr phil got hopped on the frankie jonas kind of trend so we'll play that video hey guys i need frankie's new number i had his old number but i lost it can you give it to me hey dr phil my number Maybe I shouldn't give my number out on TikTok. 
And one of my favorite things to happen, which I'm very confused by, but I love it, but the band Haim and the playwright Jeremy O'Harris made a Hanukkah song with Frankie in it. And through TikTok got Frankie's attention. So Frankie used that song to make a video with him. We'll, we'll play that song now. Yeah, this song was making the rounds in my Jewish friend <laughs> text chats. We all <laughs> thought this was very cute with the menorahs. It's funny because, so I actually didn't know there was a fourth Jonas. And when you first started sending me these videos, I think this was the first one I saw, I thought, I didn't know that he was an actual Jonas brother. I thought he was maybe, you know, there's that account, that guy who pretends to be a Kardashian. Kirby Jenner. Kirby Jenner, yes. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was maybe a Kirby Jenner thing. Uh, interesting. Yeah. And so that's where I was like, oh, like he's making this funny video. I didn't think that was really Haim singing. Like I yeah. thought it was all a parody until I dug in a little deeper and right. what was happening. It is funny because there are a lot of fake like celebrity children accounts. I, I came across a fake Paul Rudd son account because there's a guy who looks like Paul Rudd <laughs> and he's like too old to be Paul Rudd's actual son. But he just his account whole account is pretending to be Paul Rudd's son. And there is a couple of um, people pretending to be like uh, Biden's grandkids, too. <laughs> and it is confusing because. You don't know if it's real or not, um, but we now know Frankie is, is definitely real. He has the blue check mark, and um, I'm surprised you didn't know there was a fourth Jonas. He, I mean, he's 20 years old. Like, right. I really don't know. Even the Jonas Brothers, I was a little old to get into them. Like, I was a Backstreet Boy and Sync person. Sure. The Jonas Brothers, I remember, came out, and I was already sort of like too old to be like into boy bands still. The only reason why I knew about Frankie was because I watched the Jonas Brother documentary that came out like a year ago. It is a really good documentary, and they there's like one little section that's like, oh yeah, here's our brother Frankie. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be friends with him because he's going to Columbia now so he's in New York so I'm just maybe gonna like be on the Columbia campus with a Frankie Jonas sign so I can be friends with him I absolutely think that we should be friends with Frankie Jonas <laughs> he seems like our type I I watched speaking of documentaries like a documentary about Chris Farley like a few months ago and they had a line in there that was like you know Chris just felt like if you weren't being funny, what was the point of you even being there? And if right. your friends weren't funny, why would they be your friends? Like that was just how he measured himself and everybody else was like how funny they were. And literally I paused the documentary because I was like, wait, is that not something you're supposed to do? <laughs> like that's how I measure my existence. That's how I pick friends. I'm like, whoever the funniest person is, that's who I'm gonna be friends with. Anyway, that blew my mind. But I feel like Frankie is one of us in that like he probably feels that way too. Like he just seems like his whole thing is just like, how do I be funny? Like he's the funny one in the group. He's probably the funniest of the Jonas Brothers. Like he just seems like a funny person. 
And I think that we would we would bond with each other. We would all get along well. A hundred percent. And he actually even uses audio from my Kevin Jonas had that weird reality TV show like back in the day. And Kevin's like a very he got married young. He's like just like a he seems like he has his shit together and like you know, fame didn't affect him that much where he has like this kind of normal life. He's married to someone who is not like Priyanka Chopra or whatever the other one's married to. And Frankie used audio from the show, just kind of like poking fun at where Frankie is in life versus where like Kevin is in life. So he gets it. He also like is very much a 20 year old in that he had like one video where he was like, I'm super liberal i want to marry aoc like fuck capitalism i might be hyperbolizing (laughs) but that was the gist of it um so i was happy to see that i was like oh he's he's definitely a tiktoker like he's he's the vibe of like cool kids just like making fun of everything so frankie we'd love to have you on the podcast too so frankie come on tiktok come on yeah, I feel like Frankie just has really good taste. Like, I'd want to hear who his favorite creators are on TikTok, what his For You page looks like. Like, I feel like he'd have really good recommendations. Frankie, come on, give us your recs. Yeah, 2021, we got to get Rosie and we got to get Frankie. So here's a, here's a too old for TikTok celebrity who joined, I think this it was this past week. This is definitely, you can tell it's his team doing it. It's Paul McCartney, and he just joined to promote. He has a new album coming out. So, yeah, Paul McCartney is now on TikTok. Paul McCartney doesn't stop. And I'll pull out my old, like, name dropping. When I worked at SNL, he performed. He, I remember just watching him in awe. He is the definition of if you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. I love that. By the definition, I mean, I think he's the only person in the entire world (laughs) who that saying actually applies to. He just loves playing music. Like Mm. still, this many years later, what, 60 years later, like he still is like, I just want to make music. I love playing music. I love making new albums, making new music for people. I absolutely love Paul McCartney. He is a doll and an inspiration to everyone. But yes, it's funny speaking about his account in relation to Rosie and Frankie, because it's definitely, and and this is why Rosie and Frankie have got like all this sort of trending stuff, you know, more so than Paul's because he is using it in a very more traditional way. It's his team promoting an album. Um, you know, just using sort of like clips from music videos um, on his account. Whereas, yeah, Rosie and Frankie, I mean, Frankie's literally just like in a bathtub at one point taking (laughs) a selfie and being like, hey guys, I'm in a bath. Um, So it's, it's very different, but you can see how like, yeah, there's some celebrities who are like, they're just like us. They're like getting into TikTok in a very authentic, curious way. Um, and, and totally all in on it. And then there's other people who are just, you know, seeing it more from an industry perspective of like, oh, we should get on TikTok. Like it's another medium where we can promote our stuff. Um, yeah. Just going back to you loving Paul, I remember you telling me the story from SNL that he didn't you say that he basically stayed after he was 
done like filming and just performed a concert for the people who work there. It's incredible. Like I'm literally getting chills even just thinking about it because he after so there's an episode and you can find it. When was I there? 2013, 2014. Um, So he plays us out. So he's already doing like a third song. Most of the artists just do two. And he played as the credits rolled. So that was already really cool. Then we go, okay, so show's done. Everybody gets starts back up. And there's just like this hush in the control room. And all of a sudden you hear somebody say, Paul's going to do a concert. And we all run out of the control room onto the main stage. And literally Paul just like didn't get off stage like that was it like it wasn't even planned he just the show was done credits rolled and he was just still standing on stage and he just called out to the audience what do you guys want to hear next he played i think a handful of more songs so just for who was in the audience it was just it was like time froze the world stopped and again it's just the coolest thing especially working there for years and seeing you know, it, artist after artist, it's very much like you clock in, you clock out, sort of. Like mm-hmm. nobody was really like excited to be performing. They were just doing it for TV and the show and then they leave. But for Paul to literally just be like, he kept, I think at one point somebody else had to be like, okay, Paul, come on, like people gotta <laughs> go home. But he just kept playing. He was like, he's like, what next? What next? What, you got one? And rec- like, what, what do you guys want to hear? I was in awe. It was the coolest experience ever. That's great. That was your SNL high, I'd say. And then (laughs) probably quickly came crashing down. And shortly after, you were like, fuck this place. Tina. No, I would never say that about a previous employer. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, Yeah, Paul is similar to Ariana Grande, which is really funny because they're in totally different eras of music. And, And he's like, Ariana Grande on TikTok because Ariana Grande came on TikTok to promote an album. It's clearly like her team. She's like sticking with her brand. Paul is doing the same thing. I'll always remember when this song Four or Five Seconds came out. It's Paul McCartney, Rihanna, mm-hmm. and Kanye West. Yeah. And I love that song. Me love too. all of the people. Paul, I mean, I like Kanye's music, not him as a person. I don't like any of them except Paul McCartney. But Oh, I love Rihanna because we're born the same day. And same I don't year. love her because of SNL because she just didn't come to rehearsal one time. And I thought that was so rude. Well, she is... I'm her twin because we are the same exact age. So I'll always love her. But anyway, remember they performed it at the Grammys and P- and younger people kept tweeting like, who is that old man oh. performing? Remember this was like a, yes. this was like a meme going around, like younger generation didn't know who Paul was. Mm-hmm. So to see now Paul is on TikTok in the same way in terms of like an Ariana Grande is on TikTok where, and then contrast that with Lizzo, who's so great on TikTok, so authentically herself, and someone like Frankie Jonas or Rosie. It's really cool to see how different celebrities are using the medium and like 
having fun with it or just using it strictly as a like promotional tool. For sure. It really is proving nobody is too old for TikTok. There's Absolutely. no specific demographic anymore. Everyone's on it and people of all types are having success on it, are finding new ways to grow an audience and make interesting content. It's completely open to everybody at this point. Totally. Should we move on uh, from celebrities to talk about some quick trends? I know, Melissa, you have a, a trend you want to bring up. Quick trends? I'm on a super weird side of TikTok. Like, it's, it feels like you're in, uh, what is that called in that show with Winona Ryder and the boys from the 80s? The you Upside Down. Oh, sorry. No. Oh, Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Winona Ryder, I go Beetlejuice. It feels like you're in the upside down. I'm on this very weird side and all these videos keep popping up. So it's to this audio. God, I don't even know actually where to start describing this. People are sort of pretending to be moms on Facebook uh, and like mostly like Christian Midwestern moms, I want to say. Like there's a vibe. Um, And it's videos where it's like, so they'll start out maybe with a photo of like a Midwest mom. Um, But they probably just pulled from Facebook. Like they look like the type of Facebook photos moms have where a lot of them like are cropped incorrectly or have... You know, they've got a little banner on the side for breast cancer or something. Um, So they have like that. And then they're like, they write text that's just like, Johnny had his dance rehearsal today. It went great. And then there's all these crazy emojis, lots of like the cross emoji. Um, And and it just, it look, and there's like typos and weird periods. It's how moms write on Facebook, like it's a Facebook update. And then it'll just be a creepy video, like sped up of like a little kid doing, what's that dance called? It's not the Dougie. The, floss. the what? The floss. Flossing. Flossing. Little kid like flossing, but like in high speed. <laughs> Wait, I'm confused. So the trend, in the trend is everyone eventually get to that video of the kid flossing or get to just a video, it's basically like Christian mom being weird and then a weird video at the end of like a kid, of, a sa- of them saying it's their it's kid. It's almost like a voiceover. Of, like the caption plays while there's like a few clips happening. So it's like first you see maybe the mom and then you see the kid dancing and then they'll put in another clip of like another kid dancing. I gotta tell you, I honestly don't understand (laughs) I first saw this and I was like what and then I watched like 10 of them and I was like oh I get this so if anybody was friends with me in high school so Jamie and Jessica if you're listening to this one um and I made you watch Wonder Shows in did I make you watch Wonder Shows in Dina I don't I I don't think so. You've mentioned it. I've never watched it. It has a very Wonder Shows in vibe, which Wonder Shows in the way they described it was the crack alley behind Sesame Street. It's this weird show <laughs> on MTV2, I don't know, at least 10 years ago. And it was like they took they parodied something so well that you almost didn't realize the joke. Like it was and it was like a weird darker version of of a parody. 
Yeah, that kind of makes more sense to me because you you sent me one of those with no context and you go like, I'm on this yeah. side of TikTok now. And if, when you first see it, I was like, this is dark. Yeah. Like it just, it just, it, I didn't see that where the comedy was coming from, but I guess like when you describe it as that, as like a parody of these Christian Midwestern moms on Facebook, <laughs> and it's it is it's it is funny, but it's it's hard to understand. You you have to see it. It is, and it t- it like took a few for me to understand what they yeah. were doing. The music is creepy too. Like from yeah, yeah, yeah. the music sounds creepy. Again, this is where it's like the TikTok community. They're in on it because then yeah. you go to the comments. Everybody's commenting as if they're also a Facebook mom, right? <laughs> right. That is the, that's the best part, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So the comments are all just like, "Oh my God, Susan, Johnny's getting so big," and then it's like a bunch <laughs> of cross emojis. So I'm imagining like showing one of those videos like to my mom and then showing her the comments. Like imagine like someone who's not familiar with, you know, I mean, actually my mom is on TikTok because she watches all my stuff. So (laughs) she may understand comedy there, but you know, someone who is new to TikTok, they might just be like, oh, this is too bizarre. There must be tons of people who don't understand it. It's way too bizarre. And What's really funny, though, is there are comments where people are like, I can't get off this side of TikTok. Like, that's what makes me <laughs> I love when that so happens. People yeah. are just like, I have seen 12 of these videos today. Like, I, how yeah. do I get off of this side of TikTok? That, that's why I just felt like this was one of the first times where I was very clearly, like, on a side of TikTok. Like, these videos yeah. kept pouring in. And this is not like I'm in a weird alternate reality now where like these TikToks just keep coming and you can't stop them. And like, it doesn't make sense and it makes you feel weird, but then you just start laughing because you're uncomfortable. It's the whole world. It's very weird. Yeah, I, I mean, I am i can't stop getting the videos of the stitches where, you know, someone will say, name the weirdest celebrity interview you've seen and it's always the same girl it's like why yeah why is this girl like the master of people who has a question and then people stitch with it uh so then it's like name a time you had a celebrity encounter i keep getting hundreds of those or is are you not getting hundreds of those so i'm getting more i was getting those i don't know if it was a week or a few days ago time ceases to exist on tiktok but now I'm getting stitches where people are saying, show me you're a blank without telling me you're a blank. Right. Yeah, that's that's a really popular yeah. one. Oh, I saw one today and I, I sent it to our um, TikTok group, our text chain. But it was like, tell me something that you haven't fixed about yourself. And the girl comes on. And she basically has an ear problem. And she says, uh, you know what? I'm going to play the audio. What is the most concerning thing about your body that you haven't gotten fixed yet? It's a terrible time to shine, but it's mine. So the only only people that know about this are my boyfriend and my family because I am like literally so insecure about it. It's not even funny. I have a deformed ear and I've had two like osteoplastic surgeries trying to reform my ear to make it look like a regular ear. Sophomore year of high school, literally they cut open my head, put my ear inside of it and sewed it shut for an entire year to see if it would like regrow or something. So I didn't have a year, year that year. 
it was gross. They cut it out and they're like, all done. It looks like a chicken nugget, okay? Fast forward eight years. I'm 24 now. Um, it literally has a hole now that sometimes it bleeds out of. It's just a gaping open wound. It stinks. It smells weird. I don't like it. I gotta like shove Q-tips in there and like clean it out sometimes. But that's not even the worst part. I started growing hair. I called the doctor and he said, shave it. Doctor was freaking rude. But here's the ear. There's the hole. And here's the hair. <laughs> God. That's horrifying. But I have to say, okay, so watching the visual of this, at the very end, she reveals her ear. I was expecting much worse. It actually looks sort of normal. Okay, but the, the twist is the hair. <laughs> because the hair is very long. And then if you go to the comments, all of them are just like, but you can make a bun with that hair. And like, <laughs> yeah. you could do like so many things you could do with that hair. Again, like the TikTok comments were fairly supportive for something that is very out there and weird, but this is this girl's truth. So uh, this is where, oof. yeah, the TikTok comments, like you said on our episode with Esther, like, no, sometimes people are so nice in the comments. Like right. literally this one person says, your ear could have its own little ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> right. People are just so supportive. Supportive, yeah. This person says, wait, your ear is so cute. <laughs> People are so nice. Another trend I'm getting, because it's Christmas, is that snowman one breath challenge, where you have to sing that song in one breath. And that I, I've heard that song 20 times. Here it is. I want you to know that I'll never lean in. in, 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 in. I, this has not been on my For You page at all. It hasn't been on your For You page at all. Could we be on different sides of TikTok? Usually we're on the we same side. I'm on this weird mom dark parody world. Yeah, I'm not on that. Wow, we've diverged. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Only a matter of time because you like more baby videos than I do. I immediately swipe past babies. Yeah, there. Oh, I want to shout out. There's this like really cute, very enormous baby named Maddie who, wow, took me by surprise. But I was Melissa immediately like not interested. I was actually angry that you sent me that video. I know. And then our friend Catalina sent it again. Uh, yeah. I said, enough of this. Stop sending me big babies. Any other trends we should get into on this bonus episode? I think that's about it. If you guys have any questions about trends, you know where to find us. Too old for TikTok pod on Instagram. Or if you have any questions about Rosie or Frankie on TikTok or any other celebrities, please find us as well. We're always open for hot tips. <laughs> Send them in to the show. Yes. And we hope everyone's having a really good holiday season and that as the year closes, we could only hope for a better 2021 and even better TikToks. TikTok. TikTok, you don't stop, to quote our Rosie. TikTok and you don't stop. Please remember to rate 
review, subscribe. That helps people find the podcast and we really appreciate it. And thank you for listening as always. Bye.